0: thank you for joining me this hour pedophiles are being exposed hiv is being cured and the future is bright today i know how you can extend your life expectancy and it's not by giving your energy today to people that would fucking rather see you abused and broken not today satan but uh did you know that The ancients believed that Satan ruled Saturn. And that's why we have all these Zodiac signs, because all these uh, planets and constellations represented some part of the survival of humanity, like when to plant the fucking crops and shit. But Saturn represents Capricorn in in the Zodiac. I'm just saying, we are discussing life today, because duality... We're going to have to revisit, excuse me, duality on another day. But do you want to know some insight that I have into how you can improve your life today by engaging in research as a volunteer? And if you're scared to be a volunteer, you can be an advocate or a researcher yourself because there's a dark legacy of abuse in our country in terms of research. I know, especially if you're a black person, all you have to say is Tuskegee, you know, or uh, Henrietta Lacks, if you're a woman. Um, fast forward, though, my dumbass works in research as a day job, and I actually and I actually absolutely love it. I've learned so much over the li- I've working in like six years. I've learned so much, and we've learned major lessons from that legacy of research it's not perfect um but the realm of public health is not perfect health is not perfect bodies are not perfect and people trying to figure out what to do is not perfect but we've made major strides we've fixed a lot of stuff it's not perfect but i want to share with you some interesting prospects cuz i have some insight i work like a i work a lot a lot um and it's And I miss out on the interactions with with society because I feel like I have a whole lot of information in my head that nobody else has. And then I'm trying to convince, or not convince, but I'm trying to provide informed consent for my patients. And I can't because they're so resistant because they don't have a frame of reference in their daily life to advocate for public health research. So... We've learned major lessons, and the prospect of life just got extended for a lot of people on this planet. Um, not just got extended, but over the last few decades, we've made so many strides in science that today I want to share with you something that I have dedicated my life to since 2013. It doesn't matter who you are or where you're from, or you know, you can benefit from advancements in science, uh, even if you don't believe in it. <laughs> Because whether you not, whether you like it or not, it's how we live our lives. It's how the world was built. The world was built on science. And so what have you heard about cancer? What have you heard about HIV? What have you heard about mental illness? Are these, mm, well, these are not the only diseases plaguing our country today. I'm here to share with you some advancements in those categories, specifically those categories that are now being transferred to other medical fields at lightning speed. So here's the bottom line. Okay, you ready? You ready, honey? All right. You benefit from the advancements of public health research. That's it. Vaccines, medications, environmental issues, how they treat the water, how they treat the food, all requires decades and when i say decades i mean i mean 20 30 years of careful study before we even get to the point where we can like prescribe a medication or something and there are all these ailments ailments and all these aspects of life that are being researched too um to give you a little bit of insight into who i am i work at a university and um, I've learned that every single department, and even though I work in the best one, or I've worked in two of the best ones, um, every single department has a research arm. It, it doesn't matter where you are: emergency medicine, internal medicine, women's health. I don't even know children. You know they study children. Everything is being researched, and I keep hearing this this mantra on Twitter: "We are not free till we're all free. We are not free until we're all free." And I truly believe it like that speaks to my soul so much because it applies to mass incarceration so you have that application for that notion and then um when i start thinking about incarceration like being locked up and being like trapped and da 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 i think about the health of our country and wouldn't an entire sick-ass country also be considered a form of incarceration or mass incarceration when it was intentionally made to be like that. Cause I do believe, you know, certain aspects of health are intentional and in, created intentionally, um, especially or created intentionally or a solution intentionally was not developed. So it's like either way, it's like, you're still evil. Like I don't give a fuck. So let's look at th- what this means though, because I think cancer research is extremely invigorating because we can... Well, okay, let me describe what what is... Do you know what cancer is before I even get into it? Because I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. I sit at my desk all day. I know all this shit. I know all these terms, but I'm like, I'm just assumed that other people know them too. And I don't want to dumb it down for you, but I do want to give you a little bit of insight um, because I always assumed that cancer was just one disease. Like, oh, you have cancer. okay. What do you do next? You know, like, no, cancer is not just one disease. It is a whole lot of other diseases, like a hundred of them, caused by an entire host of, like, different sources. So our food, our medication, uh, proximity to pollution, um, proximity to contaminants in our water and food. There are all kinds of uh, sources that people think um, cause cancer, but the main thing that we know about cancer is... It is a genetic disorder in our body's ability to recreate healthy cells. And a genetic disorder, so basically your genes are just like the little building blocks of your body. It's the blueprint of your life. And the website cancer.gov describes cancer as a genetic disease that is caused by changes to... Genes that control the way the cells function. And this is especially detrimental in that process of how your cells grow and divide. So you know, like, when the sperm meets the egg and then become one and then it divides, like, that's what it means. Like, when that process is fucked up, like, that's why women have, like, a miscarriage because that process of growing and dividing got fucked up for whatever reason... And now we're here. So, oh, 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 minimize my screen here. Oh, shoot, 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 Okay. So, sorry, I the fancy ass computer I don't even know how to use. But but there are all kinds of cancer. And what you need to know, basically, is that it, your body, when your body can't make healthy cells, it just, it keeps making cells because that's what it's designed to do. It's just, it's you're a machine and you're a factory for life that's your body like that's your spirit like god gave you put you in a factory so so that you can create life but sometimes those cells are not normal cells and when you have too many of those abnormal cells you can die so that's why treatments have been used and there's a lot of controversy over cancer treatment because some people are like, Well, if you just were vegan, it will be all right. And it's like, mmm, that's not how any of this works. Um, and that's fine, you know, whatever brings you to health is your business because everyone's body is different, but like everyone's body is different, <laughs> so you can't just blanket say things like just drink alkaline water and blah blah blah. No, sometimes those healthy cells cannot be sometimes it's your genes it's your genetic code that prohibits you from making healthy cells not the food you eat or you've done so much damage that now you have to have biomedical intervention duh that's why chemotherapy is suggested there's not much doctors can do once you're fucked up to edit your genes thank you george bush because it's illegal so they have to poison you instead (laughs) it's scorched earth and sometimes it works and a lot of times it doesn't but i would do it i, I literally pay out of my ass for health insurance just in case because they aren't going john q the fuck out of me and when, when i get cancer and i can't pay because i have a million dollar bill they're gonna be like well okay well no I'm like no this shit is serious so moving on what does cancer treatment look like today Well, outside of the novel interventions, like um, there are some like really exciting stuff coming down where they're just studying genes and gene variants and all kind of stuff. I think those are good, but the main ones still exist and they still are effective in some people's bodies. Radiation and chemo. For some people, it works because everyone's body is different. We don't quite know everything but they're adding new treatments like immunotherapy. I've seen commercials on TV about it. Um, what the hell is immunotherapy? Well, let me explain it to you. The root of the word immuno, you know, that should give you some context. Therapy, immunotherapy. I keep hitting my mic. Sorry. Cancer.gov states immunotherapies are treatments that stimulate the activities of specific components of the immune system. Or it can be used to counteract signals produced by cancer cells that suppress immune response. Are you bored? (laughs) Well, I'm not. And when your immune system is suppressed, or when your immune response is suppressed, you can't fight common diseases like the cold or the flu. How can you be bored? Because... If you can't fight common diseases you die. So you have to be aware of your surroundings and aware of the medical treatments that could extend your life in the event that you need them. So these new these new medical treatments take your cells out of your body, your immune your immune cells out of your body, do some cool shit to them. And put them back in your body and then let the spirit guide you. (laughs) Because, like, after that, we just let Jesus take the wheel and we're like, okay, hopefully it works. And so far, it's working. And a lot of people and a lot of people are living by fighting um, cancer with their own cells that have been modified to resist the signals of the unhealthy cells. So they just stop growing or whatever it is. So I don't know much about it because I work in public, I work in um, infectious diseases. So I do, you know, more sexual health and stuff like that. But we still have a lot to understand. And it's fucking glorious. Science is amazing. Amazing. Who came up with this? Like, can we get this man a cookie? Like, or a woman or a child, whoever you are. Like, you deserve a cookie because um, you were the spark because not only did someone come up with the idea? Like, we all have to be a part of it because we fund it, we volunteer for it. A large operation, a large clinical study operation can't work, can't be um, solitary. And of course, someone comes up with the original idea, da, da da but it's whittled down and edited by like 30 million people, like literally. And then it's still not right, so it's still developed even while the study is going. It's still um, being... Modified like you know how many fucking protocol Changes I have in a year like it's Crazy like to the point where the government is Like they have to fix their shit Because it's like you have y'all updating Too much shit we can't keep up and Comply with the law (laughs) if we Always have to like reprint Everything And because a lot of these visits You know they come in for visits so I see so my part of my job is I take care of the patient when they come in for The visit um I don't do the medical exam, but I do, like, literally everything else. (laughs) Um, But our tax dollars go to these operations, and they can't be done alone. And believe it or not, you're a part of it, and you you benefit from it. So moving on, it gets better. Are you listening? Because these advancements in cancer research specifically – are now being applied to the treatment and prevention of HIV. Like what, bitch? Like, ha 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 ha. What? Yeah. Some of these studies are open. I know specifically about one in Denver, Colorado. Um, I went to a conference in June, and there's a new vaccine study, a cure study. Um, and a lot of people like to debate with me, like, no, vaccine is not a cure. Yes, it is. If you are virally suppressed. Meaning we can't detect HIV in your blood. Then we give you an investigational product, take you off of your medication, and the virus does not replicate because of a vaccine. Bitch, that's a cure. Duh. We can eradicate HIV from the body with a vaccine. And we can eradicate HIV from the body with a other Form of a medication that is also a cure. Like there are like twenty different variations of medication that can be created and then created in perpetuity as modifications to their molecular structure. So the catch. Ooh, I'm getting excited. Oh goodness gracious! But anyway, the catch is that this study in Denver, funded by the government, is only enrolling women because of the advancements of breast cancer. We're using some women's science to transfer it over to HIV. But those women, they have to be non-smokers for at least a year because the investigational product, one of the side effects is a potential blood clot. What is the main symptom? What is the main side effect of smoking blood clots? So it's like large subsets of people are, have great barriers for themselves to healthcare, to life. You're creating barriers for yourself. And if you want access to advancements in medical treatment, you have to take care of your body. Like, literally, you can't be drinking like a fish. You can't be doing heroin. Like, literally, you can't do heroin. Do not destroy your liver. Do not take an opiate if you do not need it. Because we can't cure shit if you're just going to get a blood clot and die or die of an overdose or, you know, like you we need you we need you we need everybody to be a part of this process because advancements in science take everyone we are not free until we're all free y'all like literally we can't cure nothing if you're dead so we can find more information about these studies you can or you can anyway i said we but you can find inf- more information Um, About these studies, you can read the protocols, you can read the consent, you can, you know, you can read all these things. Head over to ACTGnetwork.com. That's the main um, institution that funds my job. And then also, prevention on the prevention side, the HIV Prevention Trials Network, their website is HPTN.com. Head over there if you need more information, they're the best. I've met all these people in person, too, so I know that they're good people. Both of these websites, the AIDS Clinical Trials Group Network, the Network.com, and the HIV Prevention Trials Network, HPTN.com, are leaders in this fight. And these people, they want you to live. They truly do. And we're fighting every day against the forces you know that want people to die and it's it's truly amazing it's truly amazing and i want to send a special shout out to all the researchers and volunteers and advocates and participants and community members like it's the operation is so big and i wish i had more energy because and i wish i went to school longer because damn i should have been i should have been doing this Um, But, you know, at 30 years old, I really don't have the energy for it. And I'm a musician anyway, so we'll see. Uh, Also, I wanted to highlight uh, transplant science in terms of HIV because people think they can destroy their liver. That's why I was telling you stop drinking and stop doing heroin because you think you can destroy your liver and your kidneys without any consequences. But, bitch, let me tell you something. Your liver and your kidneys... they're, like, the first place, like, anything goes through. Or your liver is the first place that anything goes through. Your kidneys are your, like, only—they're your waste. They are the get the waste out of your body. So the liver takes the waste out of your blood, and then the kidneys dispel them in the urine, like— Bitch, if you don't have those organs, like, you will die. Like, literally, like, what? And there's no dialysis. Like, dialysis is like 1% of your kidney function. Like, that's just to keep you alive long enough for the transplant surgery. Well, you know, if you destroy your livers and your kidneys, there are huge consequences. But thank you, President Obama. He signed the HOPE Act. (laughs) He signed the HOPE Act. And I am so fortunate to be a part of that study in my state because not a lot of people get to be a part. And um, HIV positive people are going to be allowed to donate and receive organs from other HIV positive patients. This is huge. And the implication is not only for HIV positive patients, but HIV negative patients will also have the ability to choose an organ from an HIV positive patient. So... Um the risk and the benefit you decide. This is monumental. This is monumental because only people with the most access to organs get them get them. And you know how like kids like disappear and like we don't know where they are like mm-hmm. they're probably being harvested for organs. Like all these kidnappings and human trafficking and stuff like this shit is so real and the fact that all these gay men, oh my God, have HIV, all these young, healthy men, hmm. you better, you better start opening your eyes. You better start opening your eyes and protect yourself because yeah, organs are in very short supply and some people will kill others. Anyway, do you want to learn more about transplant science and not be scared by my conspiracy theories because i will get into a conspiracy theory because it's like why wouldn't you just save people's lives why wouldn't you just cure hiv sooner why would you create the hope act like this long ago? Okay, you know probably because people want these organs because let me give you some stats though okay let me give you the website so the website is optn.transplant.hrsa.gov go there search for the hope act or just google it to the hope act but make sure it's coming from that website the information you get comes from the government not from whoever the fuck i don't know but every 10 minutes someone is added so this website it says every 10 minutes someone is added to the transplant waiting list on average 20 people die each day in the u.s while waiting for a transplant. One organ donor saves eight lives. If you are not an organ donor, honey, why not? Because you should be. But here's the deal. You need to stay healthy and you need to stay active. And I'm going to tell you to exercise regularly. And I'm going to tell you to read. I'm going to tell you to keep your mind sharp. Not because, like, I just, I think, like, Education is the path out of poverty. No, education is the path to reading these long ass documents and understanding and understanding the science of the medications and the treatments, and making informed decisions based on your well being, not based on like my abil- my need to enroll a certain amount of people, because there's that aspect of research um, is the competition part because there's millions of dollars so. I want you to be in the best position possible because we don't want to hurt you. Our mission as researchers is not to hurt you. It's to f- advance science. And if you don't take it, if you don't meet us halfway, we can, there can be fatal consequences. So to combat that there's a medical team. So for every patient that I have, that you have a nurse and a doctor assigned to you at Any given time and me and and an assistant. So I take care of the social part of it. I draw your blood, I get your snack, I call you, I make sure you're doing good. I, you know, I operate the clinic. And then there's a medical team that makes sure that you don't die and make sure that our protocol is being followed to the T and that you are healthy. And taken care of, and your questions are answered, and your fears are quelled. Like this operation is not simple, and the way that people devalue research and public health research is criminal. <laughs> like what? Um, but in in addition to um staying healthy and keeping your mind sharp, I want you to make sure that you you eat a balanced diet. There's a lot of talk on Twitter about being vegan because I don't know why Beyonce, her only thoughts. (laughs) Every six months, she's like, everybody should be vegan or not everybody. But she's like, just try veganism. Like, why, though? Why are you telling us to be vegan? Because anybody can tell you that too much of anything or too little of anything can be detrimental. I know that firsthand. But don't forget, you deserve joy. Also, you deserve joy. We are allowed to have fun. We are allowed to enjoy food. Food is life. Like, lit- like, literally, you have to eat to, to, to like, live. So why, why not enjoy it, too? Taking care of yourself should also be fun. Being yourself, how you were raised, and all that kind of stuff should be fun, and it should be sustainable. So you have to find out the ways to improve your health for yourself. Because I'm pretty sure these celebrities out here are being controlled by whatever powers that be, because you can tell... The more they expose these pedophiles, the more children disappear. Point blank. And nobody's talking about it. No celebrities are talking about these children. Trump just took thousands of children from the border. At the same time that the Catholic Church, you know what, I'm moving on because we're not doing conspiracy theories today. We're doing life. We're giving life. We are giving life. You can't live only worried about death and destruction and abuse we have to perpetuate life there are other institutions doing hiv cure research my boss said that he will release a press release when the time comes so i know at my institution we're doing investigator initiated studies so in addition to government initiated studies um corporation initiated studies there are also investigator initiators initiated studies where the doctor himself has a great idea and he wants to do something about it so i'll have more information to share with you about our investigation initiated studies um, when the time comes but we i don't even think the protocol's done yet and if it is it's like still needs to be edit, needs to be edited again And I'm so lucky. I really am. I'm really lucky to have the opportunity to work on several clinical trials in Ohio. So if you want to learn more about clinical research or like what is it and what you expect, especially if you're black, I can give you some insight. I've been doing this for six years. Uh, Email me your questions. Host at centersun21.com. Also, you can tweet me on 21 on Twitter. But let's move on to mental health. Because I have been racking my brain for like the last 10 years because... Ooh, ooh, Chile. I suffer from the worst kind of depression. Like the most isolating, the most, fearf- the most fearful form of it. Um, where you just don't feel comfortable in your own skin no matter how physically attractive you are. No matter how smart you are. No matter how great your life is. Um, it's just like this feeling that you just cannot shake and it destroys your ability to like interact with other people. So in addition to taking care of your body, I always advocate for taking care of your mind. You might be wondering why are you separating these things, Devon? Well, I'm not really. I just want you to, I want you to move your awareness to it. It's not a separate part of your body because your mind and your body are one and and this oneness is in oneness with god and so it's all important but sometimes as humans we have to break things up into sep- we have to separate things in order to understand them better so what is depression you might ask well it's the classification of a person with about five symptoms of depression so you there's like a list of stuff and if you have five of these things you may be depressed and you should go seek help and I'm not going to list them off to you, but just like the main ones that I think are important are depressed mood, point blank, like clearly, are you to like? Do you know is your mood not abnormal? Do you have you lost interest or pleasure in things? How do you feel feelings of guilt or worthiness, worthlessness, agitation is another one. Thoughts of suicide is actually the main one. Thoughts of suicide and death and attempts thereof um those are main symptoms of depression and if you have these plus more of them you should seek help because there are so many symptoms and there are so many causes but we don't we always don't know how to combat these ailments and sometimes You know, when I go to my psychiatrist, um, his first line of defense is holistic. You know, we listen to music. We, you know, he orders me to take walks and shit. Like, I'm like, really? Like, I'm over here. Like, I can't get out of bed and you want me to take a walk? Like, I don't even want to get out of bed, but you want me to take a walk. Okay, done. You know, get some sun. Take a walk, even if it's one minute. Make that one minute into two minutes. Make that two minutes into ten minutes. You know, like, you can do something. Walk around your house. Lift up cans of corn. I don't know. Do something but do it marginally. And so that's kind of your holistic, your holistic defense for depression because it is psychiatric and it is. So the way that I understand it as a 30 year old is like by 20, by the time you're an adult, if you don't, if your brain is, if you develop your brain a certain way, by the time you're an adult, it's locked in. There's really not much that you can do to unlock your, your neurons from how they've, Grown because your brain we're smart. We're smart as fuck. And once our brain forms, that's it. If you don't get well, you don't gain more neurons, you only lose them. And um, that's why like at five years old is like the most impressionable time for a human because that's when you're making brain cells, you're you're developing the future of your brain. And if that's fucked up then and in perpetuity through your childhood not fucked up, but if you don't have the proper emotional intelligence to identify and to correct certain emotional imbalances, it can cause depression in adulthood. And now at 30, I'm like, okay, I think my bank, I think my brain is just broken And that. And, and that's okay. You know, like no one's perfect. And thank God I'm not perfect. Cause I couldn't handle it. Um, but what can you do to combat the issue? That's my... Because that's where I am. I'm like, okay, well, if I'm broken, not broken like as a negative thing, but if my brain does is not going to correct itself or whatever it is, then I have to take the actions to make myself feel better. Because if I just wait for my body to just adjust, it's never going to happen. Um, agitation is another one. You know, I'm just agitated. So that's another symptom. But anyway... The first line in defense is always holistic. So I would say always try the least um, energy consuming. Uh, what am I trying to say? The least always try the least um, barrier, you know, or thus always try the lowest barrier first, you know, the things with the lowest barriers. So like going outside of your house, no barriers, literally no barriers, unless you, you know, have an able, a, an able, a disi- sorry, a disability of some sort. But my psychiatrist um, prescribes me medication. So in addition to the holistic part, taking care of my body, doing meeting him halfway, he's meet, he's met me the other halfway with the antidepressant, which has been a godsend. I wouldn't do the show. I wouldn't be able to do the show. Like literally, I wouldn't be able to do anything. Like I can go to work. That's basically all I can do is I go to work when I'm depressed. I want to have money because I want to be alone because so because I want to maintain my isolation so I like want to be alone and so the only way to be alone is to take care of yourself the only way to take care of yourself is to have a job so I do that and thank god I'm a workaholic but um because now mixed with like actual energy it's like becoming it's becoming exciting and depression is lifting by itself just because I feel like I have a sense of purpose So that's the holistic part, and then the medication gets me out of bed and gets me um, up and at it and allows me to be my normal self because this is my normal self. I've always been like this as a child. I had a lot of energy, like always singing and dancing and talking and da-da-da and da-da-da, but that stuff in boys, Kevin Hart, is (laughs) taken out of you. They tell you not to do those things. So then you become this shell of a per You know what? Help me. Help me, Lord. Anyway, we're talking about life today, and my life would not be here. I would not have a life without an antidepressant. So I wanted to share with you what I take, um, and that is called Vibrid. And it's spelled V-I-I-B-R-Y-D. I've suggested this medication to several patients of mine because they've opened up to me so a part of like coming to see me in my clinic is like me being all in your business because i love you um and i because i'm gonna be in front of you for like at least 20 30 40 minutes drawing your blood and doing your vitals and doing all that kind of shit um I'm going to ask you about your life. And if you give me depression teas, I'm going to tell you about them. I'm sorry because before public health research or before infectious disease, I did emergency medicine. And guess what we did in emergency medicine? We did interventions. Brief interventions in the emergency department. Not not novel, but we added things where normally you would just come to the doctor, you get your arm fixed and you and you leave. No. How about you come to the come to the emergency department Get your arm fixed and then get tested for HIV and then get screened for depression and then just to make sure we don't miss nothing. We refer you to somebody to follow up with you like that's the kind of shit that I'm talking about. That's the kind of health care that I want. And that's what I want to let you all know is that there are advancements in medical treatment. And even on the social work side, you know, there are all kinds of kinds of things. And you have to stay healthy. You have to be able to get out of bed. You have to have the full function of your organs. You have to, you know, you have to keep your mind sharp. And so this new medication, Vibrid, has opened new doors for me. And I don't want to advocate for any pharmaceutical companies or anything because nobody pays me to do any of this shit. This is um, they've basically given me, this pill given me a, a new perspective and I feel angry at 30 years old because it's, I missed my fucking twenties. <laughs> like now that I'm like awake and I can see my life and I can see how I've treated people. I am so mad that it, I didn't get it sooner, but you know what? Everything happens for a reason And this pill was approved in 2010 So it didn't matter I wouldn't have been able to afford it anyway Because that was when I started going through to, You know, started really getting in That was my rock Around 2010 was my rock bottom So Fast forward Made it out of the rock bottom It's possible And um, But the medication is very expensive I pay a $100 my i pay i have really good health insurance and my copay is still $100 but it cuz cuz it's a tier 4 it's like the highest tier cuz it just was fda approved in 2010 so i find it to be a cost i'm willing to inc- incur especially if you failed two other antidepressants like me i failed like several antidepressants cuz i'm like this shit is terrible like imagine being 6'2" extremely he- handsome <laughs> and not being able to have sex what bitch? Yeah, that was my life. That was my 20s. And that's why I'm single because now, like, sex doesn't, you know, like, I miss sex, you know, like all the things in your 20s. I missed the energy of it because I had depression. So I want to save you. I want to share information with you because no one shared it with me. <laughs> And I'm curious, like I seek shit and people still kept me in the dark. It's okay. That's why God gave us a brain. What are your thoughts? Do you have any, do you have any questions, concerns? Well, you can ask me anytime. I am going back to work. I've been on a vacation since, (laughs) since Christmas Eve. Um, I'm going back to work next week. So you can send me your questions. Host at centersun Twenty One. In the meantime, I'll be available. I'm not working, so I might as well put myself to work in some capacity because this is my shit. This is my this is what gets me up in the morning. Literally talking to you all, sharing, sharing this stuff with you is so exciting. And I'm really happy that you all are interested. I'm happy that you um, are taking down R. Kelly. (laughs) I'm so mad at Beyonce. I'm so mad at these ce- celebrities because they allowed this shit. To happen. They allowed this shit to happen. The Illuminati feels real every day, more real every day. Like how y'all going to be whole pedophiles? Like get the fuck out of here. I can't. Okay. Have a good day. Send me your questions. Host at center sun 21.com. Or you can tweet me center sun, center sun 21 on Twitter. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.